thinking about the bigger holidays, like I haven't seen my turkey roasting pan since last November. I might want to know where it is or if I need to replace it. If you are going to be doing more fall baking, looking at your sheet pans, like what do you have or your loaf pans? Did you really last fall not find that you had the baking equipment that you wanted or needed for the style of baking that you're doing? Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. You guys might remember that in June we published an episode all about getting your kitchen ready for summer. You know, like making room for popsicle making stuff and that ice cream maker and putting away backpacks, getting all your picnic stuff organized and in the right place. And we were thinking that it'd be great to do this again, thinking about fall, which I think is about kind of getting rid of the summer stuff and getting those backpacks and the lunchbox stuff back into rotation. But it's also getting ready for a different kind of cooking, right? Yes. Like different ingredients, slow cookers, instant pots, roasting pans, and also holiday baking. Yeah. Getting your kitchen ready for holidays of all kinds. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Is that, are we the only ones who think that way? And, and really a lot of people seem to do fall baking too. Yes. I mean, there's summer baking, there's baking all year round, but I would say like uh, speaking for the people who don't bake as much, holiday baking is really like an anchor. That's when things ramp up for me. Like, sure. I like to make a summer pie and yes, I get inspired in fall because pumpkin and spices. Oh my. But like holiday baking is really a time when I know for sure that I'm going to be baking. And like the lead up to that is just so, so busy. And then I'm also thinking about like menus and the savory stuff that having the baking part of my kitchen in order way ahead is really helpful. It's so helpful. Right. And then I find that like, I am like, oh, let me make pumpkin spice muffins because it's organized and I'm inspired. Will this hurt your Leo ego if I tell you (laughs) that that's like everybody? There's SEO around baking in fall. Like when I wrote for the kitchen, we purposefully at the end of September and all of October hit baking hard muffins, quick breads, not just the like ubiquitous, oh, you should make pie dough and put it in your freezer for November, which we'll also talk about. But like everyone is. Everyone's in baking. a baking mood. And then there's like brownies so that you can maybe use up Halloween candy. Like there is a whole seasonality to baking I for all of you common folks. <laughs> well, because you, I, I feel like I'm you bake all the time. I just don't stop. You're like, let's let's talk about prepping your baking area for summer baking. <laughs> like, right? That's just not. I didn't, though. I didn't put that on you guys this summer, and I'm glad I didn't. But we we have a summer baking episode. We do. We do. You put a whole episode on us. In the summer, like getting your kitchen summer ready, I wasn't like, hey, you need baking stuff. I said, hey, you need ice cream and popsicles. Yes. And then we and then I made us do a whole ice cream episode and a whole summer baking episode. So there you go. I love it. I do. I wonder if it's about coziness. It's about. I don't know. For me also, it's about like how much time I'm spending inside. Yeah. And turning on the oven and right. That's a big part of it. 
in August, we're all like, not we're all, because I know there are people for whom they like August is top tier. They love it. It's lobster rolls. It's tomatoes. It's corn on the cob. But then there are some folks and, and I would and put myself in this category. Like I am looking forward to like the rainy Sunday in October where there's nothing going on and I can like read a book, have a hot cup of tea, maybe put a little quick bread in the oven. The house smells delicious. Like, mm, I can't I, wait. You know what this is reminding me of? <laughs> like, you know, those memes that it's like, what you see? What's behind the scenes? Yes. Like you, that was such an idyllic afternoon. And I'm just imagining what it's actually like in your house on our rainy <laughs> October. <laughs> it's very loud. I was going to say. It's always very loud. I can't imagine it being so peaceful. Yeah, that no, sounds lovely. It, it can it's be. It's literally never been that peaceful in my house ever. No, it's not. It's We should make that a meme. We should do that as a reel on Instagram when it's time. When we get to that season, it's like what I thought my sun, cozy Sunday was going to be like versus what it really is. Listen. All right. But we are close to that season. Yes. And let's talk about how to prep our kitchens for fall. And quick disclaimer that I think we also did on the how to prep your kitchen for summer episode. You don't have to, this doesn't have to be a big organizing project. This doesn't have to be like another big to-do item or series of little to-do items. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. We're going to give you a whole bunch of ideas and you're going to do what fits and feels right. Because even if it's just one or two things, uh, that can be great. Yeah. Also, before we get too into it, we've got to invite you to our cozy, didn't I just feed you a listeners community? Our fall cozy, <laughs> where everyone's pretending that they're drinking tea and reading a book and just sending a message. Oh, <laughs> sounds so nice. It does sound so nice. Our free members get direct access to us as well as our hive mind of busy home cooks, plus access to our recipe archive, shopping guides, helpful checklists, which I have a strong feeling this episode will become one of those helpful checklists. I love how you always promise. <laughs> Joining the supporting community is a way that you can help financially support free public episodes of Didn't I Just Feed You? And when you join a supporting community, you also get an ad-free stream. So there's a bonus there. You also get two additional episodes every single month. They're full length. They're juicy. They're delicious. And you can join us for live Q&A sessions and even get some what we call uncut gems, which is basically like bloopers, extended conversations, things that we don't publish in the main feed that we think are either funny or helpful, or just make us look silly. And we'd like you to hear them. <laughs> Find out more about becoming a member of our community at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Okay. You started us off with this idea of we're getting ready for fall baking, which is great. But can we take a step back and say, like, it's the beginning of September. Most people are just back to school. It's kind of like, what do we really need to do to, like, get the kitchen ready for the type of cooking that we're going to be doing in September and October, like yeah. pre-holiday? Well, my kids are literally just back to school. So I don't do this because they're older, but what, you know, in years past, what I would be doing literally this week is organizing all the back to school stuff. That includes Tupperware, accessories, this or that. 
we say put it away at the end of summer. And I'm going to admit that when I put stuff away, like at the end of summer, I'm like, bye, like, bloop. Like, I'm not going through it and sorting and thinking ahead. I'm putting it away and I'm really focusing more on organizing the stuff that I'm pulling out. So the ice cream maker and the popsicles and making all that. The stuff that I'm putting away, I'm just shoving away. So this is the moment to sort through the Tupperware. Which lunch boxes are they actually using? Like, do I need anything new? Thermoses. Okay, this one leaks. Okay, they lost five of them. I need to order two more. Like, this is the moment where I'd be organizing that stuff. You've probably done this already because your kids have been back in school for a little bit. I have. And I was going to also mention cleaning lunch boxes because we did the, like, I pulled things out for the first day of school and was like, oh, this lunch bag that went to school every day last year, 180 school lunches is so grubby, but like there wasn't time. I know (laughs) there wasn't time because I I don't know how you wash lunch boxes and backpacks, but we just throw them in the washer with the washing machine, like usually with a load of towels or something. So then they get scrubbed up, but then they have to air dry like they don't do. You can't throw them in the dryer. So you need a little bit of time. So the first two days of school, Emmett and Ella had scuzzy lunch bags. (laughs) Mm. And it was fine. It was fine. We all lived. But immediately that weekend, I was like, oh, everyone's backpack that well, Ella got a new backpack. But like the things that we were reusing really did need to be washed. And then I haven't ever done this, but I feel like maybe it's worth mentioning if especially if you're doing new stuff. I keep seeing the other moms, influencer moms of the Internet scotch guarding their lunch bags like on the outside and backpacks supposedly if you do that and like let it dry then it keeps the dirt and the stains off of those things so you have to wash them less frequently throughout the school year so it might be a good time to do that i have not seen that and that sounds so smart you just buy a can of scotch guard and yeah okay should we try it i feel like we should yeah let's let's do it Twenty twenty four is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinner time overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter Butcherbox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At Butcherbox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of one hundred percent grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised crate free, and wild caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, Build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? 
I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. So back to school stuff, getting it organized. I think if you have older kids, we're going to make a plug for something that we, every time we talk about school lunches, we have to say it. Really think this year about getting your kid to pack their own school lunches, or at least maybe once a week or twice a week, start that process. And that, I only mention it because that may influence how you organize the back to school stuff, like where you put it, how you put it together. And I think this extends to some fridge organization too. And pantry organization too. Yeah, like not right? just the equipment, but also the things that are going to go into lunch boxes. Yes, totally. So my pantry organization stays the same all year round pretty much because I have a drawer at the bottom. I used to. We'll see how I'm going to do it now. But I used to for many years have a drawer at the bottom that was like all the kids stuff. Like when you come home from school, these are your snacks. Like if you're packing your lunch, this is your, you know, stuff that would be kept in the pantry. But my fridge, I actually do differently in the summer and in like the school year because I'm buying so much more fresh produce in the summer that I'm really using all of my drawers for berries and corn and tomatoes and peppers and eggplants and blah, blah, blah. In the winter, I actually take one or in the school year, I should say, I take one of the smaller produce drawers and it's called the kid drawer. And that's where I put random stuff, right? So some produce goes in there. That's the lunchbox produce. Or now that my kids don't have lunchboxes, it's like the easy fruit that you can grab after school, the cucumbers, the baby carrots, the snacking veg that 
are just really easy to grab and eat for the weekends. Pepperoni, cheese sticks, anything that I buy that's really like for them because they're not going to rummage through the fridge or even if it doesn't require rummaging, they're not going to look. They're just not going to. So they know they can just go into this drawer and get what they need. The not looking is like a chronic kid problem because same thing. uh, We don't have drawers in our pantry, but I have in my like organizing rage that I went on rage this summer (laughs) bought bins. And there is this thing now they're like so trained on the bins for snack things that like if it's just in a box, like right next to the bin, like the backstop or like right behind it, they're like, oh, we're out of fruit bars. And I'm like, are we? Are we? Because I see two boxes right there. Are the bins working for you? The bins do work. But one of the things I found is that like on Sunday when I'm putting groceries away, if I have one bin, that's like because Emmett takes a snack to school and he is such a morning person. It is a delight. He gets up and he fills his water like he gets himself dressed. He fills his water bottle and he likes to pick his snack. So I have found even if though we have like a bin that's like the fruit bars and a bin that's like little bags of trail mix and nuts and seaweed, like more savory little single serve bags that like him having a a bin that is like snacks he can take to school, school safe snacks. So not the nuts. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. He likes that and he's more inclined and less overwhelmed to like go to that one bin and pick one or two things from it than to like choose from all of the other bins of snacks. Got it. So that's okay. what I say when I'm like, oh, you might want to like add that to your pantry. And I think that is also age thing, right? Like I'm training Emmett still to pack his own lunch and sort of take care of himself. And your boys have been doing that for a couple years now. Yeah. I have to tell you that over the summer, there's the kitchen. And then in our basement, we added a pantry. And then there's also like, it's not a pantry, but there's a small like beverage fridge and a couple of cabinets in the basement, like right by the door that leads to the pool. And in my fantasy, I was like, this is where pool snacks go. Like, so that it's easy for me to just like go in and out and for whoever, whatever. I was thinking about it for myself. But anyway, so now that there were these three different places to put snacks and the stupid kids, I'm like, these are nearly adults. Like you're about to leave and go to college soon. Like and live on your own with like, I specifically said, I was like, here, pool snack, here, this, here, that. They literally would just go to the one kitchen cabinet that they go to all the time. And they're like, there's nothing here in the house. It's muscle memory. Yes. They've been trained like in the first year of being in the upstate house. This is where they live. So like adding a new routine. This is what the bit like thing I'm experienced with the bins, too, where it's like now they're trained on the bins so they don't look for the boxes of the snacks. Right. Because they're trying to make it as absolutely brainless as possible, which you got to kind of admire. Right. Maybe our mental load would be better if we were just doing that, too. Okay, so we're packing. We're getting back to school stuff ready. We're thinking about lunch and how that impacts how we organize our pantry and our fridge. What else are we doing? We are swapping out some of our equipment. So the ice cream maker is leaving the freezer and that's going to free up room for more 
freezer meals were busy, busy, busy in September and October with, between like two different soccer teams and other after school activities. So I'm making, I want to make sure I'm utilizing my freezer for quick meals. But we're also bringing, if you didn't have the slow cooker in summer, I don't know why not. But if you put your slow cooker away, maybe you're getting it back out because that's going to be a tool you're going to use a lot. We talked in the summer ready episode about maybe putting up your Dutch oven because you're probably not going to be braising in the summer, but now is the time to get it back out so you can braise beans or do a big batch of carnitas on the weekend or make a pot of chili. Um, I also think this this goes back to what you're saying about the boys and like them helping themselves more as they're getting older. I'm really feeling, I haven't done it yet, but I'm really feeling the pull to try to figure out a place where we can put either a small toaster oven or the air fryer, because I think Ella's at Mm -hmm. a prime age to make some things for herself that I currently make for her. Like, because we don't have a toaster out, she wants cheese toast. I do it. So she doesn't have to deal with the broiler. I don't, I'm not having time for that anymore. This is why the air fryer became so like such a bigger thing in my house. Once the boys were responsible for prepping food for themselves. Yes. So I think of that equipment specifically. And then this is like, that's very specific to like fall cooking in general and being like busier in the fall. But I also think like it's a good time of year if you're kind of already going through your store, like equipment storage, thinking about the bigger holidays. Like I haven't seen my turkey roasting pan since last November. (laughs) I might want to know where it is or if I need to replace it. If you are going to be doing more fall baking, looking at your sheet pans like what do you have or your loaf pans like did you really last fall not find that you had the baking equipment that you wanted or needed for the style of baking that you're doing I also try to start stocking my disposables like parchment paper aluminum foil aluminum foil we use a lot for grilling in the summer but then we just also start to go through it more in the fall for some reason um things like those toss and take style containers that I might send my family home with leftovers from a holiday meal, the prices tend to creep up as you get closer. So if you have room and you can think about it, stocking up on some of those things now is very helpful. Okay. So talking about stocking up and being prepared, spices. Yes. It is the time. This is the time. It is the time. So guys, your spices really do. I mean, this is why we encourage people to buy spices in small amounts, but we know that that isn't always feasible. That's not what's available. If you're just going to the supermarket and you need cinnamon and all they have is the big one, you get it. But it really does lose its flavor after a certain period of time. So go through your spice cabinet. What are you low on? I'm always low on cinnamon and nutmeg, making sure that I'm not vanilla you want to vanilla extract you want to make sure you have plenty of and then it's not just the baking spices like cardamom it's also that when you have ingredients that are heartier that are earthier ingredients are in like they're not as abundant as they are in the summer and they're the kinds of ingredients that need some longer cooking or a heavier hand spices are your friend that's how you build build flavor not just salt and pepper so make sure that you have plenty of garlic powder onion powder cumin like all those beautiful warm spices and buy small containers clean it out get organized make sure you're good on that and then also 
since we're talking ingredients and you mentioned that the prices creep up, I think cream cheese, butter, there's a bunch of stuff that if you know you're going to be using a lot during holiday baking when there's going to be either a run on them and or the prices are going to go up, buy a bunch now or like a little like one extra packet of butter every week for just two or three weeks and pop it in your freezer. Then you'll have a little bit of a stockpile and you don't have to worry about like things running low or the prices skyrocketing. Wish you could freeze eggs. Because eggs are just so expensive. Unless I mean, you, wash you technically the eggs. can freeze you can, eggs, but, but then you have to do it in like the batch size yeah. that you need because you can't freeze them in shell. Yeah, it's too it's it's tough. But I think butter and cream cheese are two really good ones. Yes, and puff pastry, which we yeah. both love, but like the Trader Joe's puff pastry, which I love, love, love for its affordability and its quality. It's only in the um, freezer section, like seasonally, and sometimes it can sell out and it doesn't restock. Same thing with canned pumpkin, which gets used a lot. Also, think about maybe buying some of the cheeses, like if your family does mac and cheese for Thanksgiving or for any December holidays, um, that stuff freezes really well. And sometimes you can find it on sale as well. Totally. And then other pantry goods. You mentioned spices, but I tend to reach for dried herbs more in the winter, too. So I'm more likely to stock up on things like dried rosemary and dried thyme. Um, Also, because like any garden or farmer's market herbs are less abundant. And then other dry goods. I find that like I don't reach for canned tomatoes as much in the summer, but in the winter when I'm like making a lot of tomato sauces or doing a lot of chili, having a backstock of canned tomatoes is really helpful. Canned beans as well in that vein. And then also dried beans. And those keep really well. So like why not stock up now so that like in this is so <laughs> it seems so far away, but it's not really like in January, when I want to have a pot of black eyed peas for New Year's, I don't have to be in the store hoping that they have some. Totally. Okay. So thinking about your ingredients. Yes. Thinking about your tools. I love the disposables. I think that's really great. Like the parchment paper and all of that. What else? We talked about this idea of, of two, two concepts in the summer ready episode. Thinking about the things that you want to eat so that you can kind of like treat yourself to like maybe you want to do more savory baking this fall. And so you're you are going to stock up on butter, but you're also going to stock up on a couple different types of flour. Maybe you're going to get into sourdough. And so like it might be a good time to start investing in those things now rather than waiting until it's cool enough to bake and you don't have those things. But also this idea in the summer, we talked about like doing a a wider view and maybe doing like a month long meal plan or a rough sketch out of like meals that you know you're going to cook on repeat in the summer and having those some of those ingredients on hand. It's a longer lead, but I think it can be really smart for holidays. So like not just September and October, but like do you usually do like a a beef roast in December for like a holiday party. Could you buy it now on when it's less expensive and there's less demand for it and put it in your freezer? Um, can you stop like buy your favorite spice that you have to have for your turkey now instead of waiting until November? And then like also if you have that longer view meal plan for holidays, you can do things that we like alluded to in the intro 
like making pie doughs in advance when you have a cozy rainy Sunday and you just feel like baking and listening to jazz. (laughs) Actually, I don't listen to jazz. Someone turned me on to like lo-fi beats playlists on Spotify. Isn't that like a Spotify channel? Yes. Yeah. And then there's one that it's like, it's supposed to be like, it reminds me of like being in a tavern in a video game. This is very specific. Hilarious. Uh, I have no clue what kind of music you're talking about. I mean, (laughs) honestly, it's like modern music and someone's just made like a lo-fi version of it. Got it. Which is funny. Just funny. Anyways, so it's like folky kind of music, but there's a techno aspect to it. Anyways, we have subject. <laughs> what might we have missed in getting ready for holiday cooking? I feel like that's it. I mean, I'm going to be honest that I prefaced the episode by saying, like, don't worry, this isn't a big to-do list. And I'm in a season right now of overwhelm. Yes. <laughs> You know, because school just started because my kitchen isn't in order. So and you're traveling in September. Like, yeah, it's so busy. I'm inclined to be like, and that's all, guys, because I feel like we already gave so many tips. And like the thought of thinking ahead to the holidays in a more specific way than I know I will want to make pie dough. Yes. Because I just do that every year. The other thing I know that I do every year is make cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Those are just two givens. The rest, you know, I end up doing a lot of the same repeat stuff. But like, I don't like deciding on that until I know how all the pieces are going to fit together. And like, I certainly do not have the bandwidth to think about that now. And I just think that, you know, getting some basic order and like thinking about what you're going to use versus what you used in the summer and just making some quick and easy rotations will just make the world of difference, you know, getting intentionally getting those ice pop makers out and, you know, making room for a bigger sack of flour in your freezer so that it stays good until you want it in early December. That kind of stuff feels like a big win to me right now. Here, here. I love to to hear actually what our community does, because I bet sometimes I view us as two different types of cooks. Like I'm the more planner, I'm the more routine and you have this like great seasonality and like, like spontaneous cooking, um, just down pat. And so I wonder what our commute, like what the divide is in our community. And is there like another personality type that we're not thinking of who they're like, I'm not doing shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It is what it is until some, until holiday break starts like December 20th and then we'll figure it out. And like, I want to know those techniques because I don't think that that's bad. I think it's good and probably relieves a lot of mental load. And I would love to hear how that works for them. I would love to also. So you know what that means. We're going to take it to the listeners group where we're totally going to make this episode into a handy dandy <laughs> checklist, Stacey Billis. Yeah, Just like I we did for summer. So head on over to the community to grab that. If you haven't signed up yet, our free community is the best place on the internet, full of smart shopping lists, meal plan ideas, and thousands of other home cooks just like you. Visit didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community to join. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. 
Be sure to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate and review.